Welcome to Politics as Usual, episode 38. Oh, shit, I forgot to pull up Twitch. Um, I don't know who the fuck is born 38 in a, in a sporting event, so I can't even... Shout out to Ruben Drones. Yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ruben Drones, yeah. Him. Shouts to him. I'm mad By the way, I am I am the master of obscure football players, so that's what I'm here for. That's what I bring to this podcast. Either, either you or Ryan. Um, yeah, uh... My, my brother is not here. He's on his way home, um, so he'll be hopping on shortly. But with this is uh, Joe Code, special guest, coming in. So, uh, so as Ron could put it, I could be publicly shamed. Uh, you deserve to be. For, for <laughs> There's a lot of the reasons I should be publicly shamed, but this isn't one of them. But, so today we're going to discuss. We, we're going to drag our feet a little bit getting into this so we can get my brother on because he's of the Phoenix Brothers. He is the outcast uh, aficionado of us uh but me and ronnie are here um we're gonna get into stankonia uh being one year shy of being able to legally drink here in a moment i guess first we could talk about what got my twitter account suspended uh yeah let's talk about that uh, <laughs> i'm still mad about that by the way uh <laughs> got me the hell up out the paint but yesterday uh little coonchie uh decided that he was going to uh take a picture with and endorse Mr. Cheeto Dust himself. I, I I expressed my opinion on that. Obviously, Twitter did not agree with my opinion, even though I didn't say anything remotely crazy, and my account's private. So one of you motherfuckers that follow me hated. When I find out who it is, yeah. When when you when you told me what got you suspended, I was surprised. I was like, that's it. Hey, all I said was because WAP said our boy Courtney Hendricks said somebody asked who. Who, who, what black rappers aren't going to embarrass us? And he was like, those conscious cats. And I said, nah, them niggas be cooning too. That's it. That's it. That's literally it. I didn't insult nobody. I mean, I kind of did. <laughs> but I didn't lie. Like, all I said was conscious rappers be cooning too. Look at Killer Mike. He's quote unquote yeah. conscious. Yeah, Jack just saw that. He was like, nah, man, you're not going to come from Jer- Jeru Damage like this. You, nah, we got to get you out of here, man. <laughs> Like we, we gotta get you out of here. You're not coming for Mr. Pork Chop Syrup. We not yes. coming we not coming for the pork chop syrup. I need to find that video again, by the way, so I can start using it. But <laughs> so I got suspended because I called and that's I said mad worse shit about Wayne yesterday, but I got suspended for that. Like it, it's messed up because at first they told me like, oh you can still browse Twitter, you just can't tweet for twenty for twelve hours or whatever. So fine. I then I couldn't even log into my Twitter. Like every time I went to go pull tweets up, it said your account is restricted until this uh, for five more hours. So I was like, fuck it, I just made a new account. So yeah, whichever one of y'all hated on me, fuck y'all. But <laughs> it wasn't surprising to me because Wayne been saying bullshit like this for like the last decade. He People has just been letting yeah. him slide. Didn't yeah? Didn't he say that like he didn't have a problem with police because a police officer saved his life? Yeah, mm-hmm. and after I mean, he shot yeah, himself. that's cool. Like he saved his life, but that doesn't mean that 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 that's not happening to other people. I don't have a problem with the police officer because one did their job, and this one also happens to have a record of abuse against against black people in New Orleans. Right, and because of that, he said, um, he said because this police saved my life by simply doing their job. I don't agree with Black Lives Matter, which is pretty pretty telling because. Black Lives Matter is, you know, in direct competition with supporting the police. Um, are you saying the quiet part out loud here, or yeah, yeah, yeah? What 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 I loved about it was the fact that everybody finally started telling the truth about Lil Wayne, which is mm-hmm. 
that he's been trash for what for for over a decade at this point. I was well, like, yes. I was like, yes, come with it. Keep, See, keep this, it coming. This, this reminded me of when folks finally started telling the truth about uh, the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises. Like, not my mm-hmm. truth, because you know I hate I hate on those movies a little too much, but the truth. And I love it because I've been I've been on the Lil Wayne has been trash for a long time, but found finally people were like, so can we admit that his music didn't age well? And I was like, it's not that it didn't age well. The shit was trash back then. Yeah, <laughs> you just liked it because like, you because you used to listen to it before you went out to the club. Yeah, or in the club. was not hitting back then. It was no, not. that shit was ass mm-hmm. back then. This shit was cheeks. No ceilings was not that great. Like, whoa, 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 no, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa. no, Ronnie, it wasn't. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It wasn't. It wasn't. I would say. I, Joe, I would Joe, say come the, on. Joe, come on. Help me out here. I, I would say the last time I was amused by Wayne rapping was one of the droughts or the like dedication to maybe even de- maybe not so much dedication three, but dedication two for sure. Like for sure. Like I cleaned out all my physical CDs in the last like year or so. Cause like I, I don't use them. I use Bluetooth now. And I held on to just a select few, like Dog Motivation 101, um, the Young Joe's first album, like a couple of Jay-Z albums and Dedication 2. Like I have like an actual physical copy of Dedication 2. I was like, well, I'm going to hold on to this because th- I remember really enjoying this album. Dedication but ever since then, I don't know. Dedication 2 was dope, but when I listened to Dedication 2, and my brother can vouch for this, I listened to it and said, he's starting to fall off. It was slight, mm-hmm. but it was like it was like when you notice a receiver lose a step when suddenly they can't get to that overthrown ball or suddenly, you know, Allen Iverson couldn't just blow by motherfuckers anymore. Like it was kind of like that, like eh, subtle, but it's there. Or when Drew Brees suddenly can't throw past 15, like it was one of those type things like, oh, mm-hmm. I see that the zip ain't on the ball no more. So, Ryan, no, no ceilings was trash. It wasn't trash, but it wasn't good. It's, it's, nah. it's not what people hype it up to be. Nah. It's not. You, Absolutely not. I'm gonna go back and listen to that if I can this weekend. If I can stomach not getting a headache, and I'm gonna count how many times he said, "I go insert the name of a legume here," on that. I go planters. I go macadamia. He was lazy as shit. Y'all just like it because he rapped over swag surf. Like, like seriously. I swear. I swear. Because because <laughs> yeah, when, because when, because when the shit got released on streaming platforms, everybody was like, I don't remember. Did, Man, it must be the songs he's missing. <laughs> that it was still like twelve of the original tracks on there, and nobody yeah, fucks with it. Were missing though, man. Come on. But if if you can put twelve songs of a project up and nobody like it, that means it wasn't that good to begin with. I will say it was very much a moment because, um, much like peanut butter and jelly, um, no ceilings went together with four loco. So it was very much a moment in people's lives. So I will say that. You, uh, you had to you had to be there. Okay, so there were twenty one tracks on uh, no ceilings. Over half of them made it to streaming sites, and people was like, "It's not the same." You mean to tell me those nine tracks were that damn good, or was it just they not were, that good? They, they took the they took the project over the top. No, it's it's essentially like when you go back and See? listen to like um like uh like snap music and stuff yeah. like that. Yes, like in the in the moment you're like, "Wow, this was like." You know, I was in college when, you know, D4L was dropping and, like, the whole, like, snap your fingers type stuff was happening. And, you know, I was, like, all about it because I was 19 going to parties, you know, hanging out getting drunk. And, you know, I can't go back and listen to that stuff today. You just cannot. <laughs> yeah, shout out, shout out to Chuck. Um, yeah, what's up, Chuck? 
Oh, Chuck's in here. What's, oh, what's going on, man? Oh, I, sorry, yeah. I was looking up the. Uh, all right, so let me let me pull up this track list compared to and Swag Surf was actually on it, and that's the one that people love. So what what was what was missing from this shit? Uh, ice cream wasn't on there. I mean, yeah, and I could do without that one. So DOA wasn't on there. Wasted made it. Shoes made it. Breakup made it. Band made it. Like. The, the, it's like two of the skits ain't on there. Okay, so two of the skits, three of the skits, and and and, and six other songs wasn't on there. And, and we gonna act like those six songs had that much of an impact? They were. Was it? They, what, they, they, was they it, brought continuity. <laughs> Shut up, Ron. <laughs> was it? Um, was it you, AJ? Yesterday that said that um, we let Wayne like doing some lighter flicks yeah. at the beginning of a track. Like, like, fool us all. Like, like, hey, I ain't gonna lie. Whenever you heard that lighter flick, you're like, yeah. Like, it's cool because you, 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 you used to listen to that before you went to martinis or whatever club was popping in your city. You was you was drinking cheap liquor because we you was all in our early twenties at that to point. Listen to the lighter flick. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you used to get hyped when that lighter flick came on. Yes, you did. Like that, and it's cool because like, but but. We gotta stop. Like my ma- my main beef with Wayne post Carter two is has basically been we gotta stop acting like because y'all like this nigga. This shit is good. And again, that's why I say he's I hold him responsible for the state of hip hop today. But that's a whole other conversation. But no, but no, you 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 right. Keeping it real, I, I was I spent this entire time trolling. But no, you. you oh, right. I know. I I, oh, yeah. I I know. Like nigga, like someone from the barbershop podcast. I'm gonna just assume it was Robert. Was like, hey, nah, you you take that back. You're, I was like, no, nigga, just because you used to listen to that before you went and picked up loose women does not mean the shit was good. Because I think Patrick said this, or he quoted it from somebody, <laughs> where they said, you love the music most from the time in your life when you was getting the most pussy, and that's true. Like people, who, people who hold I, a, who, a, I to, who am I to argue? People hold a fondness for the music they was listening to when they was having the most fun in life, which for a lot of young men translates to getting drunk and fucking random women. And who who am I to argue with that with that logic? <clears throat> Chuck said martinis. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> yeah, shout, shout out to the choir stands. <laughs> like that was that's real shit. Like a lot of people, but we gotta go back. It's not it wasn't good. Like for you to say Wayne's music didn't age good, it just Joe was the first person who was like, it wasn't good. I was like, thank you. And then every then other people started piling on. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't and I'm like, yes, finally. The shit I've been saying for the last decade is people are well, finally getting. Well, that's the thing is like the internet loves to retcon stuff and make mm-hmm. it make us all think that it was like a lot bigger than it really was. And like, yeah, Wayne was a big artist back then, and he was also like the most popular artist back then at the same time. But it's like his music wasn't good. It's like I don't know who I could compare it to today because Drake. like you know I like who Drake. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because Wayne, like, that's the issue with Drake right now is that he's just stuck in this rut of making the same type of music for the last four or five, six years. And Wayne got to that point after about dedication to going into like Carter three. Yeah. And it's like if you if you so the time has to align perfectly. So if you like, for instance, if you say it. Like I'm the best rapper, or I'm the top of the game. Right at right at the height of your popularity, people going to are going to believe it. And much like I'm 
But AJ, when you said he um he heard um what would you say you heard and he was like as a rap for drink um for for one you said drought too right dedication to and dedication. I didn't, it, was, it wasn't that it was a rap it was oh he's slipping he's not yeah yeah right and, and to me that that was like nothing was the same for me because i heard that i was like okay this album is cool but you're never gonna get another good drake album another good drake album after this so yeah it's, it's similar he says which album from wayne are we i was talking about that? no ceilings chuck what's up feet welcome welcome feet in for office hiatus but you know it did age well. Good people. What album age well, AJ? Stankonia. Stankonia. Fee, you got anything yeah. to say on the Wayne thing before we exit it? About him, what, uh, co-signing Donald Trump? Uh, we, we was just talking about how we transitioned into how people were saying his music aged badly. It's like, nah, it didn't age badly. The shit just wasn't that good. Y'all was just blinded by the fact that it was popular and you was getting drunk and getting pussy back then. Man, Wayne has moments where he still like can show that he can rap, but I think his biggest downfall and a lot of hip hop's biggest downfall is fucking Jay Z coming out saying that he don't use a pen. Because you can tell when somebody writes with a pen and when they're just punching in and like mm-hmm. Wayne, like if you ever listen to the squad up mixtapes and like Carter One, Wayne raps different than he does on Carter Two and, and mm-hmm. Beyond. Like it's just different. And Carter Two, he's punching in, he's not writing, so he's just sitting there looking up to the fucking sky thinking of all these dumbass punchlines so his music been bad for a while like especially album wise like the, the carter three i will roll weed on the carter three like that's how i threw it out i threw it out my window in japan i frisbeed that shit on the interstate in japan like that's how bad the carter three was like a dude was gonna fight me in the bar because i was drunk and told him that shit is ass like no it gets no play over here i'm one of the few niggas who can do the jay-z so, thing I mean, and actually be good Y'all, y'all can't do that. Yes, I'm patting myself on the back. Goddamn it! It's okay to like it's it's okay to write raps. Man. Yeah, it like, is. It's, it's okay. And like your bars are gonna be much better. Your transitions are gonna be. You're gonna just be more technically sound when you're putting the pen to the pad, man. Like, and as always, I think telling, that's his, I think that was his biggest problem. Yeah, and as I always, tell people it ain't that Jay Z was freestyling. He memorized the shit in his head. That's all it was. So when he's saying, I don't write, he's literally saying, I don't write this down. Not that I don't write my music because he sits there and he thinks of the rapping. I do the exact same thing. It, it's it's a skill. Yes, it requires a lot of memorization. But yeah, y'all nigga, y'all fuck that all up. I don't even Look, just, just because I can do an equation in my head doesn't mean everybody needs to do it. So, right. Like sometimes you yeah. need to show your work. Like, like right, everybody... Right. Every, like, I understand, like, I used to hate when teachers would be like, how'd you come up with this? And I couldn't explain it to them. But I was like, yo, mm-hmm. my brain did the work. This is the answer is correct. And they'd be like, well, you didn't show your work. And I'm like, yo, that applies to them 27 motherfuckers back there. Not me. I shouldn't have to do this. But I understand why the teacher did that, because you can't just make exceptions for motherfuckers. Because people like, see me do it, and then they do it. We're not all goodwill hunting. Yes. Right. Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> like AJ sweeping in the hallway that he just saw. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't be sweeping. I would have just been reminiscing while someone else was sweeping, as my brother would tell you. It's Car Three. I thought we were falling wheeling down into the dirt because I could not stand how much people hyped it, especially coming off one instance. Yeah, man. Uh, I, Carter Three so was funny, the beginning of it. Uh, so funny story. Carter Three actually launched my think- like my my blog life because I put out a review, and and, and to be honest, it was. Like you remember Facebook notes, right? Yep. Like yeah. so, I put I put out a Facebook note, um, and it was like the first review I ever did, and um, so yeah, I put out a Facebook note, and and I thought it was like a very honest, like, 
like review and all of a sudden like I, I i get like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of notifications because if you're plugged in at ua then you know once somebody shares it like it's just gonna blow up and everybody was commenting on it and then somebody was like yeah man you should you just you should just start your own blog so that that's kind of the genesis of me becoming like a blogger during that era because because I was like, yeah, man, this this is actually we we shouldn't accept. Basically, that was the basis of this. I was like, we shouldn't accept this from Lil Wayne if he calls himself the best rapper alive. Ding ding ding! What was you finish, I think. Like, I think the Carter Three con- con- conceptually, it could have been a good album. I just think the way the con the concepts were delivered is trash. Like Doctor Carter, the trash song. Mm-hmm. Et phone home. That is a terrible song. Oh, phone Not home. to mention. He was getting washed by everybody on there, feature wise. Like, like I like Doctor Carter. That's cool. Like some of like the con- concept behind it, like the thought behind it, is cool. But the delivery is terrible. The Carter Three album we should have got was the one that leaked. Mm-hmm. That was much better. The Carter Three sessions or whatever mixtape version. That was a much better album, and it was a much better sounding hip hop album than the Carter Three. Is the Carter Three is terrible? Easily the worst Carter out of all. Five of them or six of them. Five. I mean, six of you include Young Thugs. But as Ron was saying, an album that didn't age poorly, <clears throat> which I'm about to be shamed for, according to Ron, is Stankonia. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so so what you do now, you pick up your stone and you toss it at AJ <laughs> because he did not grow up an outcast. Yeah, yeah. But, throw, throw it at but, your but, but, Throw it at your But screen. AJ, it, it's, it's only right that you, you give your thoughts on Stankonia first. Stankonia is a futuristic sounding album. It, it was it was when it dropped. It is now. Like there's shit on on bombs over Baghdad that hasn't been replicated to this date. Like those those cats were in a fucking zone making that album. The singles are huge. I mean, I don't have anything bad to say about the album. I just I wasn't listening to Outkast in the year 2000. Okay, okay, I can back off because I, I thought I was I was I was prepping for you. It's like eh, I mean it's it's a it's a it's a 40 degree day. Here and no, no, kinda... no, 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 no. That's a that's, it's okay. it's a it's a classic. Like the shit they did musically on there. Like I I feel like that's kind of their apex of, of what they were doing musically, uh, song making, their rapping ability, like all that shit. It, it was it's it's a futuristic sounding album. I just did not. I did. I in two thousand. I was listening to Eminem and the chron and the Chronic two thousand one and and shit like that. Like that's what I was listening to. I wasn't listening to that. He was listening to Outkast. He was listening to Outkast. I grew up. A, I grew up. A, Chuck said I grew up a cast then, but I didn't even rock with Stay Conan when it dropped. See, oh, cast your stones at him, not me. Okay, and we're gonna, <laughs> because for me, like, and and I, like I said, I am from the South. I've lived in the South my entire life. So, um, my favorite Outcast album because they're they're like my they're like my two babies. I can't choose between one. AT Aliens and Equimini. Like on either day is is like one A one B. I can't choose between it. But I've always said, Stankonia is the most Outcast Outcast album. The singles are huge. The album cuts are amazing. And it's like you get that futuristic sound mixed in with the psychedelic and the funk, but it's like blended just right. Um, there, there's some, I, I will say, there's some stuff on Equimini where I'd be like, okay, this, like, Equimini isn't really palatable if you're like not a southerner or, or same with AT Aliens. But to me, I feel like Stankonia is the best version of outcast we received because it's like they got their formula just right and um also on this i, I like for people who really underrate outcast i want to 
tell these people that they produced like Big Boy and um and Andre that that is along with Mr. DJ they produced like eighty percent of this album themselves. So on top of creating like this, well, well, on top of like just rapping incredibly, they also created this like crazy sound too. So yeah, Stakeonia is like the highest like peak of like Outcast to me. It's like if Outcast made their version of a pop album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. But like it, it loses no integrity though. It's like yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like I um I mean I remember hearing like Miss Jackson and So Fresh So Clean, but like I wasn't into Outcast at that time just because I was from the Midwest. So like once I got into college and started doing more research on stuff, like I went back and I listened to this album. I think this was the first Outcast album that I listened to that wasn't speaker uh speaker box level love below excuse me and um i just remember playing all the way through and i was just like it just kept building like every song just kept building on mm-hmm. top of each other until you get bombs over baghdad mm-hmm. and then that's when it starts kind of going back mm-hmm. down a little bit you know not not in terms of like lyrical content or like production or anything it's just like the apex rising and then it has to fall back down to get to the end of it um but yeah like this this album is just <laughs> I mean it's an amazing album. So yeah, like I tell AJ all the time, like I'm a stickler for like sequencing albums. And Joel, you raised a good point. Bombs over Baghdad is track number eleven. Now in the in the in the middle of a twenty something track album, you put a song that's your lead single that's 155 beats per minute that has that ends with a three minute um electronic gospel breakdown in the middle of your album and um on either sides of that you have a song that's that's basically about sex i call before i come and then um explosion on the other side of that so yeah like you said it like rises to bob and then it like kind of like tapers off but but not like in quality but it just tapers off in a good way so i think since they were like more hands-on on this album because i will say even even though i love at aliens and equimini um i do feel like sequence wise like it's those albums are kind of like lopsided like i like they're classics and they're good all the way through because like i said they're my favorite outcast albums but like sequence wise like i feel like stankonia is like the best outcast experience yeah. because because at aliens I think, is, uh, is heavy in the front with like right, the right. sequencing and then it kind of tapers off towards the end yeah Go ahead, Pete. No, I was gonna say the, I was gonna say the same. Like AT Aliens, I think is like very much so front heavy. Like I don't, I, and not to say that it's lacking, but I just think the front part of the CD of AT Aliens is better. Whereas mm-hmm. with uh, Stank Onya, I actually think past Bob Beyond, I, I actually think the back half of the album is better than the first half of mm-hmm. the album. Like, mm-hmm. and that's not, and that's not saying saying much because the first album is good but i just think that once you get past bob like honestly maybe the only song that i might skip is toilet t-shirt just because i have to be in a a mood to think about it but i think the back half of the album is 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 wonderful and i also will say that this album is kind of like you can kind of see where um andre and big boy like you can kind of see them starting to go their separate ways because there's a few songs over here where andre doesn't even rap and it's just big boy rapping Mm-hmm. With the Goody Mob or members of the, of the Dungeon Family, and you can see Andre like messing with his sound a little bit more, like expanding on it because he does a lot of singing and like changing his voice, kind of like how Young Thug does, like mm-hmm. on the on the back half of this album. 
So yeah, let's get into the back half of this album. I'm gonna read off everything after um B.O.B. Explosion featuring Be Real, which has like um the best hook of the album. Like we just can't be amazed, even if you pull the pin from your hand grenade. It's just Witch Doctor repeating that, and that's like the coolest like hook to me. So we have um Good Hair in the Loop. We love these hoes. Humble Mumble. Um, then drinking again. Then it's just question mark. That's the Andre 3000 track. Red Velvet, which is for my money the best Outcast album cut. Like Red Velvet is such a good song. Um, cruising in ATL, which is like a, a funny skit. Like my brother and I used to go around cruising in the AT. Yeah, but anyway, um, gangster shit. Toilet tissue, like Fee said, toilet tissue is a good song, but it's so sad. You got to be in a you know a mood to listen to it. And then Salon Beautiful prenup and then um stank on your stank love so yeah that's the back half of the album man and, and that's and that's where it starts picking up is mm-hmm. the um the the where you get to like the andre song and then mm-hmm. red velvet and that's where it starts kind of like like blowing yeah andre andre showed his ass on gangster shit like i listened to that today and that like every time i listen to that verse i'm like this this yeah, I had, I had to. Yep. I, I was listening listening to it on the way home, and I got to his verse, and I was like, because I was waiting for him to start that singing part. Like, do you realize? Yeah. And I was like, man, I, 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 I had to rewind his verse again. Also, that song made me. That song made me go buy a Slim Calhoun album. Yes, because I was just like, <laughs> I, yeah. <man. laughs> uh, hey, I had that Slim Cut Calhoun album too. It only had like two, five tracks on it, but I still bought that, it. That's that's like hearing somebody used to listen to Mr. <laughs> Listen to Mr. Servo. That's what I was like. Like when I heard Donna hey. say that on the club last album, while I got my servo listening to Mr. Servo, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I heard that name before. <laughs> when did you buy a Slim Calhoun album? Where was I? <laughs> I, don't know, I, bought it, I bought it in high school. I didn't, didn't get much play, so. Because <laughs> he used to I make me listen to whatever he was. Time. He used to make me listen to whatever he was listening to in the car, and I ain't never hear no damn Slim Cow. I mean, for good reason. No. I, bought, I, bought, I bought it, put it in, and it ain't get in no more after that. See, your your mind blocks out trauma like that, so <laughs> you just don't remember it. See, and kids today got it easy, because that was back, like, we ain't get, like, half the album in singles or get to go nitpick on stream. Like, you actually had to go take the plunge and buy an album and hope. Unless you had I, one of them them CDE joints where you could mm-hmm. listen to the whole album in the headphones. But we used to have to, like, I bought a fucking Jen album off of, off of some <laughs> shit like that one time. And I regret that yep. shit to this day. Yep. Oh, the what? The what was it? The rest is history? No, the second one, the propaganda. Why? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah! I was so mad about. I was like, "God damn it!" <laughs> I, I got, I, I, I got tricked by Murphy Lee. Oh, I got tricked by oh, Will man. Santana. I got tricked by Chingy. I got, like all that, all that collection that I was telling you that I gave away. A lot of those albums were like, "Oh man!" Like that had like one or two songs on it. I was like, "Oh man, I gotta go get that album." And yeah, that's basically what I gave away. Because this is back in the day. This is back in the day where they used to drop a fire single the next month the album dropping. Yep. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh man, this album will be fire. And, and then they had the like, formula, they give you the club hit. Then, uh-huh. then they then they turn around and give you the uh the the, the uh <laughs> Yes, nigga, the exactly. second album. Exactly. The second album. 
Then they give you the R&B chick joint, and you be like, all right, uh -huh. yeah, we in there. And then you get the album, and it's like, whoo, this was a waste of 10 bucks. <laughs> hey, Murphy Lee might be, might have, might have uh, been one of the biggest liars in, in hip-hop history. Oh, yeah. Because we all yeah. thought Murphy Lee was next. Because people are like, Murphy Lee the one. He going to be better than Nelly. You know, Eric, because Eric I, I, I like, I like This is a good one. This is a good one. Because, mm -hmm. No, Lil Scrappy dropped that. Um, I think the name of the mixtape was like Full Metal Jacket or something when he joined. Yeah, Jimmy. that mixtape was hard. And then I was like, man, this now, Scrappy was a song that was on there. He had a song. He was the song that was featuring Young Buck. It was about some. Uh, was it Money in the Bank? Yes. Yeah, 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 sure yeah, yeah. When it was I heard, I heard Money in the Bank. I was like, let me go buy this right now. And that album was it was butt cheeks. Hey Chuck, terrible. I'm ashamed of that too, man. I I, <laughs> I I I don't know what the fuck I was doing, but I was like in like Fye or some shit in the in the Dayton Mall, and I saw oh Jen the MC, the propaganda. Oh, he's calling himself the MC. All right, this this shit gotta be fine. He at least gonna be oh, rapping. Because he got himself the MC. <laughs> but you but you gotta understand at that time that like. That nigga was coming off of smoking people on Smack DVD. Then he was on 106 in Park, and he was he was smoking people. So I I could kind of understand. And he was with Rough Riders too. Rough Riders was big at the time. Well, no, nah, the, sec so the second the second album the second album he wasn't with Rough Riders no more. He went indie. Oh well, well, well he didn't have no business behind yeah. that. Never. Mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this, I'm, this I'm, man, this man was in a seven twenty deal, and you bought his album. Like, <laughs> like, why? Like, why did you do that? Like, I, that album, hey, nigga, you you got tricked by uh, the May second album, so I don't want to hear it. not not the second album, the Welcome Back. <laughs> hey, Bro, I, st I still listen to that album. I like that. Album. I hated that fucking album. <laughs> I just like it for like certain people. Certain people I like for the chick songs, like the Mason chick songs on there. I, I fuck with those chick songs. The same with Murphy Lee. Like hey, man. when the Murphy hey, come Lee on, album. No, what, what's oh. the serious Jones battle? Serious yeah, Jones. Serious Jones yeah. That man was crying. Oh, speaking of, he's in jail. He got three. He got sentenced to three years for pimping in California. <laughs> serious Jones. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm only laughing because of Sirius Jones. Like, what? <laughs> I never heard of him to even allude to anything pimping, but I don't, I don't listen to a lot of Sirius Jones shit. Speaking of, Tay Rock and Murder Mook tomorrow on Caffeine for URL. If you are remotely into battle rap, check that out. It's free. Assuming, okay, okay. assuming the app ain't fucking up. Should be a good battle. But yeah, so who, who, who are some of the biggest liars in hip hop history if we all stank on you? Are we all stank on you? Oh, okay. before before we get into that, um, just just out of curiosity, because I do want to answer that. Where do we place this in um, Outcast? Thing? Um, I was about to say stankography. I mean, discography. <laughs> where, where do you, where do you rank? Matter of fact, like just list like your 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 Outcast albums. Um, for me, it's uh, all it's one A one B for ATL and Zaquimini, but I think I think. A lot, like I, back in the day, I used to go ATL and Equimini, but mm -hmm. I think the older I get, the more I appreciate Equimini. And then I think it's Stankonia, uh, and then probably Southern Player after that, and mm -hmm. then um, Speaker Box, and then Idlewild. Okay, Fee, what about you? Probably for me, it's probably ATL and Stankonia, then Equimini, then. Probably speaker box, southern playlistic, then out of wild. 
Yeah, we, we use the snakeography from now on. But yeah, uh, for me, like I said, 1A, 1B. And and, and I'm always going to lean AT Aliens more. So AT Aliens equipment now, 1A, 1B. Stankonia 2. Um, surprise, um, Speaker Buck Love Below 3. Um, Southern Playalistic 4. And then Idlewild 5. But also I want to mention... Um, Spin Idlewild again, folks, because Idlewild is out uh, Idlewild is, is 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 not bad at all. Exactly, it's, it's Al- actually mm-hmm. a really good CD. Yeah, Idlewild <laughs> is Outkast's worst album, but it's still better than your most of your favorite artists' best album. So it's just not Outkast's quality, but it's actually a really good CD. This this so, this sounds like you're talking about Kingdom Come. <laughs> well, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> is their Kingdom Come? Yeah, is is really their Kingdom Come? I am a Kingdom Come oh. truther. Uh, well, yeah, Andrew, Andrew, what say you? I mean, I, I I haven't spun their discography enough to really like give a critique. Me, what me, I will say, what I will, me, what I will say is, it of of the albums I've listened to, I do like Stank on Me the most. Okay, 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 okay. I just um, I can't I can't get into ranking them because I haven't listened. I've listened to all of them, but I haven't listened to them enough to be like, okay, this one's better than this one, and, or have a qualified take. I like Stank on Me the most though. Okay. Okay. Um, before we hop off that, I did want to say one of my favorite things about Outkast, and I, I can't remember where I saw this on the internet, but it was a long time ago. But if you listen to their discography from, you know, Southern Playlistic through Speaker Box and stuff, you can tell towards the end of the album what direction they're about to go for the next mm-hmm. album. Because, mm-hmm. like, at the end of, end of AT Aliens, that was the first time I noticed it after I saw it, was the end of AT Aliens is kind of like starting to get more guitars and stuff into it. And then, that's what you have on Equimini, and then you start getting more high speed production and stuff like that for uh, for Stankonia. Yeah, even from um, Southern Playalistic, um, when because I think that that album ends on the Player of the Ball re- reprise, and it goes like, and and that sounds like a track that could be on ATLs. So so, and, and once again, it's amazing that these dudes made these albums when they were like 18, 21, 24, and 20. is six years in. Mm-hmm. Like they're right. in their prime at six years in to hip hop, mm-hmm. which they're basically 25, 26. Right, right. So, so like I said, it's, oh, let's, let's, oh, let's do a truck guy say before we move on. Say, don't fight me, but it's ATL and I speak about, I'm not mad at that. Whoa, 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 also, whoa. You got Stankonia last. Stankonia dead, dead last. Okay. Also, I would, I would like to say, if you do go back and check out, because Andre 3000, and this is a, it's a hot take, but I really think he's the most overrated person in hip-hop. Like, he's good, don't get me wrong, but I really think he's overrated. If you actually go back and listen to Outkast from the beginning, and I've seen this from, I, I want to say it was Big Git or Cujo Goody. They was on a podcast. Big Boy carries them like maybe the first two and a half, three albums. Like Big Boy is carrying Outkast, allowing Andre 3000 to grow into the person that you mm-hmm. come to love by the time Stankonia get here. So, oh man, I think we need to, like as a consistent hip-hop, knock Andre down a few notches and lift Big Boy up a few notches because there is no Andre without Big Boy carrying him those first few albums. And if you go back and listen to it, you will see Big Boy is, is literally carrying the lion's share and load on these first couple albums. Now, I will say, I don't think <clears throat> Three Stacks is the most overrated. I think we spoke about the most overrated on 
the first half of this because people 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 treat Wayne like he's a top ten MC of all time, and I'm just like, whoa. Well, no, I, like much let's, much to feed point. I think I think there. because because he's um because Big Boy is next to Andre, he like he's he's severely underrated, and Big Boy gets I mean excuse me, Andre gets overrated. Um, and, and much like you say, like if you listen to like early Outcast, like um like I feel like Three Stacks was the one finding his foot, and whereas Big Boy was like already a seasoned MC like he was on kilo ali tracks and stuff like like um like solo but um like if you listen to atlings and stuff like um like over the woods like those deep album cuts like big boy was really really rapping back then like and and he's mm-hmm. all over good but it's just that i think once um once andre 2000 got into like his his artistry like and decided what type of artist he wanted to be like he just added a different a different layer and people like overrate him because he has like, another okay but he, he has another gear than big boy does but that doesn't mean he's well, better well and that might be a duo's problem because i think um i think we do that with ugk because like everybody talks about pimp like everybody loves pimp but bun is no slouch and no. same thing with clips like you know we all talk about pusha but malice carried a lot of those album cuts yeah even push like, it. i think it's i think that's a duo yeah, issue yeah even push will tell you malice is better than i just i just think it's because like on the um like just because musically the things that andre 3000 can do but honestly big boy is the one structuring these songs and putting these hooks together on the first few albums well andre is rapping and he's rapping at an exceptionally high level but that doesn't mean big boy is not rapping at a high level big boy is doing more work so he has to keep it simplistic because he's carrying the load and the lion's share of the albums like if i'm doing more work than you you have more time to be intricate and and say these superficial deep things because like, I, I, like if you just peel apart what Andre's saying, it, it, it's deep, but it ain't that deep. It's kind of like how mm-hmm. J. Cole is. Like, I feel like it's kind of like it's clever. The way he puts his words <laughs> together is great, but I just don't. No, no, it's not that I'm disagreeing. I, I mean, I'm hearing it, and I'm like, oh, the reactions of that people are gonna have. Mm-hmm. I'm not disagreeing. Oh, people are gonna be mad. People are gonna be mad, but it's true. Like I'm, and I, like I'm, just because I was listening to Stank Only, I'm like, yeah, Andre, Andre really rapping. I'm ATL is my favorite album. I'm like. Once I heard them say that, I'm like, Big Boy was definitely Big Boy. Appreciate Big Boy because he is why Andre is way he is. He's the why. He's the reason you can love Andre 3000, mm-hmm. and the reason Andre 3000 is where he is because of yeah, Big Boy a, taking a step back line. to do everything. Big Boy's the offensive line. He don't. Exactly. He's, the, he's, the, he's the fullback. He's Moose Johnston springing Emmett Smith for the big run. And and we had we had, we did this on our most overrated underrated uh, MCs podcast a few years back. Like I think Big Boy's the most underrated rapper of all time. Like yeah. full stop. Like to to go like to make a little brother reference. People treat him like he's Big Poop and he's not. And that's not yeah. saying anything bad about Big Poop. But when you listen to Big Poop and Fonte rap, there's a clear difference in mm-hmm. the caliber of MCs that they are whereas with Andre and Big Boy it's not that steep of a of a difference if you feel like there's a difference at all and yeah like I I, I feel I feel I feel what Fee's saying I also feel what Chuck's saying like I think I think it's a it's a both thing like I don't think Andre 3000 is the most overrated cat ever but I do think he's overrated and I think Big Boy is the most underrated rapper ever like I don't feel like there's a rapper anywhere that can be is is remotely as criminally underrated as Big Boy is because people just act like he can't rap at all. Well, I think, and and I think part of it too is that like when you listen to songs like 
you know, when you go back and you listen to like a So Fresh and So Clean or Miss Jackson, like Andre's rapping like way slower than Big Boy. Big Boy's like running around in the pocket. And, you know, he's scrambling around in there and he's saying a bunch of good stuff. But it's hard for a general audience to keep up with that because they're not acquainted with Big Boy rapping like that. Like even yeah, look I, at uh on um oh my bad oh, oh no 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 uh, international Go ahead. uh like uh, like international players anthem like there was a thing before like which verse would you throw off and people are like throwing big boys verse off and I'm like 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 are you actually listening to what he's saying like even on Miss Jackson like he's talking about infidelity the way people's like the way your mother in law would treat you like. Andre 3000's verse is cool because he's singing, and I think that's what people mm-hmm. are drawn to the the, me- the the melodies. But if you actually like listen to what Big Boy's saying, like Big Boy's Big Boy's verses on those two songs are, are a little bit deeper than what what Andre 3000 is saying. And as far as lyricism, that's what you I think that's what you want. So I don't he he does he definitely deserves more credit. Also, let me let me get this off real quick. Um, like every time Outcast is brought up, all right, people are like, people throw out comparisons as to like who they think is the best duo. They toss out things like Mob Deep, toss out things like cl- Clips. Um, I could go on. Um, Outcast is 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 just on another planet for like and for like a a bad pun, you know, because out there's no other duo. And and you and you might toss a you might toss a name out and I'm gonna say you're absolutely wrong. There's no other duo that could have done a speak about the love below. Two albums that are great on their own right. Like because to me, um, like any other duo you name, there's one part that's clearly better than the other. Not not saying that the other half is bad, but there's one part that's clearly better than the other. Like you know, Pusha T, Malice, you know. Havoc Prodigy, like there's there's one part that's clearly better than the other, but to me, like Outcast is like perfect balance. It's like See, perfectly balanced. I'm gonna I'm I'm say I think the clips could have done it because Pusha and Malice are close, are closer they, than those other duos. You like I, I, I will say this: I love Malice, but Malice is um, I, I feel like Malice is a good is a good um, and, and once again, no no. No disrespect to him because I think Malice is amazing. I actually think he carried um, Push on on their first album. But Malice is like your 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 sixth man of the year. He's he's like he's like good, but he's not the star. But there's no other duo that could have made a speaker box and love below. And to me, and so basically that ties into my larger point, which is um, Outcast is inseparable to me. So when people's it's like, oh, well, where do you rank Big Boy? Where do you rank Andre 3000? Like, I can't separate them. So when I'm when I'm putting like my top acts of like the South and like just hip hop and journal together, I got to say Outcast because to me, like, there's like there's no other like group that has that much chemistry that like comes together and like makes like this perfect balance like Outcast. So to me, like Outcast even like goes beyond like just the boundaries of hip hop and they're like one of just the great greatest groups, period. Like I seriously think Outcast has contributed that much to music where I could say they're one of the greatest groups of all time. Yeah. Cause like look, I love I love UGK. Like I love listening to Pimp a Bun go back and forth. And I and pound for pound murder is one of the best hip hop songs mm-hmm. ever. But all of UGK albums sound like Southern albums. Outkast was able to do something that sounded like we're, we're still catching up to it. 
mm-hmm. twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because as I was listening to Stankonia today, I was like, man, there's no way this album came out in 2000. No way. It, it still sounds fresh. Like, nothing on this album sounds dated, and it's 20 years old. Yeah. Well, that and that that that's like that's a testament to production too. Because my wife and I were talking about this, um, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago, and like we were listening to like songs produced by the Neptunes, and the Neptunes are the same way. Like, which sounds like we're still trying to catch up mm-hmm. to what that sound is like. Because like you go back and listen to stuff like that, and it's just it still like hits the same way it did twenty years ago. And like, like as much as people like lo- give love to Pharrell, Pharrell is one of the greatest producers of all time. There are a difference between Pharrell produced tracks and Neptune's yep. produced tracks. Like yeah, Pharrell, okay. Pharrell is the drummer; he's the one who comes up with the melodies and all that. But Chad goes in and sequences everything and makes sure that shit sounds tight and gives mm-hmm. it a touch mm-hmm. that Pharrell just doesn't put on his solo stuff. And that's that's not a knock on Pharrell because you know a Pharrell beat even if you don't know a Pharrell beat. Like yeah, even 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 Pharrell said like without Chad you wouldn't get like those big heavy groovy bass lines like yeah. so so chad so chad brings uh, yeah put some respect on my man chad who hugo yeah it's just the fact that he's he's the quiet one who likes to stay out of the limelight and pharrell had no issue stepping into the limelight and that mm-hmm. is kind of like what separated them but like yeah nah we can't we can't uh super thug steal <laughs> yeah. my shit like hey hey i know I, I, I let me get to something let me get to like about the, the michael jackson thing. story uh-uh, uh-uh. no oh. no no i i've recently found out um, why Super Thug has the hook that it does? Because Nori, being the trash rapper that that he is, he was he counts bars by saying what 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 what, and then Pharrell like came into the studio. He was like, Nah, man, keep that. That's the hook. What, so what what what? what, I, what, I, what yeah. I learned about what, this too. What 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 what? what, 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 what. <laughs> and then somebody just harmonized what behind that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what? <laughs> that is. Hey, That's so bad, man. Hey, so when Super Thug came out, Michael Jackson wanted a beat by the Neptunes, and so he like hit him up, was like, "Hey, send me over some shit." If so, Pharrell <laughs> starts sending him over this beautiful sounding R and B shit, and he said Mike called him and said, "Nah, nigga, I want that hard shit like Super Thug." <laughs> Imagine Michael Super Thug. Man. And like the funny thing is, because you know people have long said like, you know, Mike used to do the. Hey guys, you know the little light voice, but they said like with like the cameras were off, like Mike sounded like a straight up nigga. So can you just imagine getting a phone call? Somebody tell you it was Michael Jackson. He like, no, you know, what imagine- the fuck is this? I wanted that hard shit. You like, hey, Mike, hold on a bit. No, <laughs> imagine Mike on rock and roll by family, man. <laughs> <laughs> like they probably sent him over some of the most beautiful melodic shit ever. And Mike was like, nigga, what? No, I want nah, give super me that, thug. Give me that keys over doors. <laughs> Oh uh, shit! That's one of my favorite Mike on, on fucking on, on Chinese New Year, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Mike on Mike on, on Hell Half No Fury on the whole CD. Come on, man. Mike on grinding. Like, can you just imagine what the fuck Mike would have did on grinding? <laughs> grinding. Oh, on, on Mike on on Mister Me Too. Come on, man. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, Kyle. Mike was gangster. Mike, Mike. They said Mike. No, used to, Mike, Mike really was. They yeah, said Mike, Mike used, really to, used to bring out that. Yo, the the, the Beatles story. I I'm mm-hmm. so happy I know that now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you talking about so when he took the Beatles catalog that. from Paul McCartney? 
Yeah. The very next day. Yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, thank you. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, Kyle. Now I own your music. Kyle said, can you picture Mike cussing out bubbles? <laughs> yeah, yeah, people yes, don't I know can. about Mike, man. Yeah, Mike, was, I, 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 Mike was I, I, really with it. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, but yeah, like to, to go back to your point. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Like, I don't know that there's a, a duo in hip hop, at least, that could have. I don't even know. I, I honestly, I can't think of a duo period that could have done that. So yeah, that's, right, like that's a very good like, point. Like dog, like dog, like it, try to picture like Hall and Oates like separating and making like two separate. No, get it don't out work. of my head. Get out of my head. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Like yeah, I'm over here like. <laughs> Nah. Could, like maybe maybe a production rapper duo could have done it. Like 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 Simon and Garfunkel ain't separating to make two separate albums. Like nah, it's not happening. Nah. I, I mean we we saw. I, I mean even go to like just bands. Like you saw what the fuck happened when when uh, when Travis McCoy put out an album without Gym Class Heroes. Insane. Like that was rough. And, and that album brought us Tiger, so I'd never forgive him for that. Well, you know, nah, he featured on Tiger's album years before that when Tiger was. Signed. Oh, okay, okay. When Tiger okay. was signed to Pete Wentz uh, label, that was when he did that lime oh, in the coconut. Yeah. Song. yeah, 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 yeah. I hated that song. Yeah, that was that was that, that was that album because they were quote unquote cousins. Yeah. Oh, I hated yeah. that. That album was so bad. Yeah. Hey, are we ever going? Are we ever going to give Tiger credit for uh for for doing nope. the motto? And, and Drake stealing that from that. Hey, nah, 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 nah. Tiger get his credit for that. <laughs> and what's fucked up is Tiger made that song, and then Drake just kicked him off the song. Like, <laughs> like damn, bro. Drake was in the studio was like, song. Drake was in the studio songs, like, hey, hey, just, just, just take that nigga shit. I'll do the hook. Just take that nigga verse off. <laughs> nah, you, nah, you know he was like, hey, hey, fam, hey, can I hop on this? And he was like, yeah, man, that's cool. Yeah, I got you. And kick this nigga smooth off, bro. <laughs> Like and and last I, on his own I, I song, never knew bro. this. I never knew this. Listen to the motto. Not not the oh, motto. Yeah, listen the to the motto. motto. It was it was it was it was Tiger song first. Now she on the photo. Know, you already been, know uh, though. You only oh, live okay. That's a Tiger drinking. Uh, you, I might have been drinking uh, Tiger song first, and then they added Wayne, and then Tiger's verse was last, and Tiger just got kicked off by the time it went to Drake album. Like go back and listen to that, and that you you will hear it and be like, damn, this is a Tiger song because that's his cadence, everything. Like Drake was just like, nope, Shang Tsung in that. Because that was um that was the same time Rack City came out. Yep. Okay. And that's okay. about the same song, Rack City, bitch. Yep. That monotone, rapid fire mm-hmm. kind of thing. Now she want a photo. You already know though. Like every time I hear that, I'm just like, damn, this is this is a tiger. Song. Okay, yeah, okay. Drake yeah. did that nigga dirty. Yeah. Cold game. All right, we doing the biggest. We we, we doing the biggest hip hop liars now. Or are we waiting for that? Now we we could, we could we could get into it. We could we could give her a preview, and you know we could get into it. All right. Well, the, the or or not biggest hip hop liar, but who's like or or just a, a artist that you thought was was the one it had next, and you turned out to be sadly mistaken. I'll give you one. Who that? He he started the starters and fathered the fathers who fathered. <laughs> fathered the fathers who he fathered. He slaughtered the slaughters and slaughtered the slaughters <laughs> who slaughtered. <laughs> I I thought the writer of writers was next. <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit to this. I had a whole JR Ryder mixtape. 
I didn't know J.R. Ryder put out mixtapes, but I found one. Hey, but that's that's Cam. That's Cam's marketing skills because I had several Hell Rail and J.R. Ryder songs downloaded to And I bought that first Joel Santana album. And I used to play the hell out of that Joel Santana. That first Joel Santana album ain't as bad as people. It wasn't good, but it ain't as bad as like it had, like, it had some cuts on it. Back, yeah, when I went back to listen to it, like, as an adult, because I bought that when I was, like, 16, I think. When I went back to listen to it as an adult, I was like, okay, there's, like, four out of 20 songs on here that are okay. Yeah, like, yeah. like the song with T.I., the songs he took brought from Diplomatic Community over, like the song with him and Freeway. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, except they added Jim Jones to it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what? Yeah, about Freeway. Oh man. So so I got I got two to answer your question I got two. So the first is like my um and he'll probably never claim this but it's my older brother's fault. Um there was once a, a young rapper um who was like associated with um with Wu-Tang and people were like oh he he got up next Shaheen. <laughs> Wu-Tang. Yeah. And then and then the second one is is since we since we're on Dungeon family um, I bought I bought the Backbone album. I'm still busting like five deuce full tray. I'm still busting like five deuce full tray. Hey man, I five deuce full tray is fire though. Five deuce full tray is fire. Nothing else over that album is fire though. It's a terrible Ooh. album. Ooh. Terrible album. Joe y'all got one. Man, it, it would be anybody from like Ali um, for the oh. same little ticks. I thought he was mm-hmm. when Bougetto come out and uh, breathe and stop. Uh, not breathe and stop. Breathe in, breathe out. Yeah. And then um, he left that off his album. Yeah, which is why. But only reason I bought it because I think if you bought the Ali, then you got money off of Nellyville. And Nelly was like my favorite <laughs> nigga at the time. Like, I bought, I bought Ali what? to get money off Nellyville. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, I would be I would be so mad. They were like, "Hey, bro, yo, some of your units gonna go to his Nelly album, bro." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair though, like Nelly is the whole reason they got a like because they gave yeah. him they put a provision in his deal that was like, "Hey, if you go gold, then we'll give the lunatics uh, a deal." And he went gold like day one. And yeah. I know the people at the record label was like, "God damn it." <laughs> <laughs> Why we say gold and not platinum? And an album eight times platinum, and now it's diamond, so it ain't like it matters. Yep. But yeah, they, there wasn't no stopping that. It was like, yeah, you, you go, go. We'll, we'll, we'll give your boys a, a record deal. You, you know, all right. Oh, so I got. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, my other dude was uh, this dude that we used to rap with currency. His name was Trey Mark the Skydiver. And hey, he Trey Mark the Skydiver has some. Yeah, he has some decent. Stuff I know, yeah, like the. Like, like the villain, I, I fuck with him, but he just stopped making music, and he just yeah. came back. Like maybe last year, him, Currency, and Roddy just dropped the album out of nowhere. I'm like, yo, where the fuck you come from? I was looking for you on IG, like on that fifth, like to see what happened to you. You just <laughs> come out of nowhere and dropped the album, okay? Like, um, so I got two. Uh, I really, 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 for some reason, liked I twenty. Oh no! Yo, the like, infamous too like, low. Hennessy and I, I, I love that song. <laughs> but Three Six Mafia tricked me. Okay, 
So uh, them, and then I really thought that Big Country King was oh. was gonna do something. No, no, man, no. <laughs> we gotta talk Why? about how many artists' careers oh, Ti just ruined. <clears throat> Speaking of three six mafia, little white man, he had this is my smoking song. Oh my yeah, fucking god! Yeah, job done. Smoke one. Hey, how about in, in two thousand fourteen? This promoter that I used to um do shows for when I was in a band, he hit me up. Was like, hey man, why don't you come up to Tennessee, man? Open for little white. I was like, he's still making music. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how how dare how dare you even ask me to open a little white man? Like I'm, at that point, I'm like 26, 27 years old. I'm like I was listening to him in middle school. Like why would I open for little white? I'm probably more popular than he is. Like, <laughs> like and do I want to be perform in front of a crowd of people that that are way anxious to see little white? They're anxious to see little white. Like they're not just to see the word you say. Like you got nothing better to do on a Friday night but come see little white rap smoking song. <laughs> For 45 minutes. What? Why would I do that? That's a waste of my time. Man, it's good exposure. No, it's not. Now you're going to get a Michelob Ultra bottle thrown at your head if you open for Lil White, man. You don't need to do that. I was like, what? Lil who? For real? Nah, man. Hey, but, but you know what's cool is like if you flip this and, and, and try to look at people who were in like a rapper's crew that made it out. Really, the first, the one that I can think of that stands off the most is Two Chains because yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that Titty Boy rebrand is phenomenal. That's one of the best rebrands of all it, time. It was perfect because a lot of people was like, "Man, he got better when he became Two Chains." I was like, "No, it's not. You just want you you weren't listening to somebody named Titty Boy, right? 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 Because because players because um Player Circle made a song with like Fonte and always played people that song and they're like they're like what he was making music. I was like, "Yes, he was that good back then." But you just don't want to listen to a dude named, named Titty Boy. Titty Boy. Like it it, it happens. Smino, it happens. Smino's fire though. Smino's good though. I'll take y'all word for it. Um Smino one of the best rapper. I'm going I'm going to like filter in some Smino music and like I'm gonna be like, hey man, listen to damn um you see McDo Dirty new song. <laughs> you know I'm not listening <laughs> to no nigga named MC McDo Dirty. Like, I don't even know why you would say some shit like that, nigga. Hey, um, I mean, I guess the most prominent rapper to make it out somebody's crew would be Game, even though he wasn't ever technically G Unit. Although it's weird, yeah. they say he wasn't with them. But if you go look at the uh, in the club video, Game's in the video. He he, he was. He's in the they, video they, for like a split second while they're mm-hmm. like going around the club. You can stop and Game's right there, and it's like, oh y'all was he had been around them for a minute. Yeah, they said they said he wasn't part of the group because of like the the split. But he was always they're like, oh Dre just put him there. Like nah, he was in the he was there the whole time though. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd have to give game that one. And is there another one that I can think of? Currency, because he was a oh, currency yeah. was in Young Money, yeah. No Limit. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I about to say Currency was in No Limit before hey, Young Money. Hey, Ron, yeah. mm-hmm. perf- perfect mm-hmm. time to bring this up. We was talking about this the other day. Some fees on here is perfect. Currency is currency holds yeah. the crown in New Orleans. He does. He does. Louisiana in general. He does. He is the Louisiana? most consistent. He is the most mm-hmm. consistent. I mean, he is. Oh man, like what are we like? What are it has to be a criteria because you just can't be like just crowning niggas. Like, oh, okay, consistency. Like, I mean, who 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 would you give it to? Would you give it to Boosie? You, you gonna make all those Boosie? No, because I don't. I don't mad. think. I don't think. I don't think Boosie is. Um, 
is that consistent? And I don't even know if he's still putting out any music. I don't I don't know because I would say since Kevin Gates has came on, like Kevin Gates like would be a good contender to go against him for like if we're talking about for the whole state of Louisiana, like he was like New Orleans, but like Louisiana, like oh. or Louisiana. All right, so so let's take currencies like albums, not even mixtapes. So this ain't no mixtape. Um, um Silent the Pilot Talk series. Jet Files, Stone Domestic, Weekends at Bernie's. Like, 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 let's just stop there. Let's just stop there. Like, let's just stop there. That's six right there. Let's just stop right there. Hey, man, I've been scrolling for two pages and I'm just getting past Currency's album in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he, like, undisputably the most consistent i mean he man he probably is a king i i give it to him because he still lives in new orleans he runs his businesses throughout new orleans like he's he does a lot like in the city of new orleans so and he's a, a millionaire from underground like really i mean he had a couple major deals i think with warner but mostly oh, that, that under, dame I, I you. yeah dame dame yeah the dame still have money yeah. for mm-hmm but yeah, I, I mean, I, I think, I think, yeah. I think if you're talking about like somebody that your your average rap fan knows of and his track record, like I would have to give it to him. Hmm? But I ain't listening to much of Gates, so like when he, like I used to work with this dude who used to love Kevin Gates music, and he used to just be in awe over the fact that he was talking about hitting his woman, and I'm just like, dog, why are you? Like, why are you okay with listening to this? And so I never listened yeah. to it because of that. See, I, I don't. I, I just think it's it's two different lanes because I think Gates's music is a little more personal and it's also melodic, so it, it's going to catch a lot of people's attention quicker. I think uh, for the for the most part, Currency's music is pretty superficial. I just labeled it as like lifestyle rap. Like he's really he's just rapping about All right, things that go on in his life, but he's not he's not scratching the surface. He's just like. Talking about cars, we women like so. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I would still give him the king, but I'm, I'm biased. But I also like Kevin Gates too, so I wouldn't yeah, be mad to, if somebody said to, to me. Kevin to me, Gates, Gates never me. made anything um, better than um, Luca Brasso's story. Mm. Yeah, which was like the first thing, and I was like, who? I was like, who is? Because I heard Kevin Gates on like that Pusha T record, like the Pusha song. That's where that's where I went to. And I listened to Luca Brasso. I was like, who is this guy? And to me, he's, See, I heard he hasn't on, made anything uh, good since. On Starlito, and he had a whole song on uh, Cold Turkey, and I heard him. I was like, who the fuck is this? Spazzing. So I went to listen to him. And I, I don't know, I think Luca Brasi, too, is, uh, to me, that's probably his best work. But I also, like, by any means, um, mm-hmm. Luca Brasi 3 is cool. And then his album, Isla, was okay. I don't know. Kevin Gates' album sucks. His mixtapes are much better. His album mm-hmm. kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah, his album sucks. So that's why he he doesn't. Yeah, I, I got to strike him from the conversation. So Kyle said, uh, "Ice Cube is a rapper who made it out of a crew." That's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He, he he's he's a he's a coon. But when it comes to the when it comes to being an MC, like um, and you can like, actually I, you can actually do him. I, 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 you can do him. I, I, I feel like a lot of people forget. Um, Ice Cube ha- is one of those people who has like the one of the best three album runs ever. So so yeah, Ice Cube is is like when it comes to like the top MCs of all time, Ice Cube is up there. So like I said, he he might be a coon in other areas of his life, but we'll put some respect on his on his name in that respect. Now I'll say like Master P for like what he's done for Louisiana, but like music wise, like his own music. Mm. Like are, are, people aren't going back and listening to Master P outside of 
New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Here's here's a lukewarm take for you though. Master P like um has the best album ever made by a terrible rapper, and that's Get O D. Get O D is an is, is an immaculate album, but by a terrible <laughs> rapper. Yes. I'm just crying at the fact that that's how you say, like. I didn't yeah, know that's I mean, where I didn't know that's where you was going. But this this the thing though. There's I think there's plenty of terrible rappers who make great albums. Plies like Plies first three, maybe four. If I look at them, like Plies first three four albums are good. Like they're mm-hmm. really. They're really good albums. And when Jeezy first came out, Jeezy wasn't that good of a rapper when he first came out. Right. Like I think by the time he got to the recession, he was a yeah, I was much about to say he got good on the recession, like, but so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give like, you I'll one. The I'll give you one. Uh Easy E. Easy E is one of the worst rappers of all time, like skill wise, <laughs> but he made some fire music. Yeah, he did. Like okay. He, okay. I mean I mean the big timers, like the big timers. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean if it's not for them niggas cannot. Them niggas cannot rap. Man, I don't. I was listening to the number one stunner the other day because I, I I don't know I don't even know why I was listening to it and I was just listening to Baby's verse. I was like, yo, I. But Baby's verses weren't whack on the number one stunner though. Like, I and I and Baby doesn't make bad albums either because of the features. Like Baby always has the best features and the best beats. On Cash Money album, him and him and Puff are Wayne very similar prime. in that regard. Like him and Puff know how to put together oh, yeah. their own albums, even if they ain't good at what the fuck they doing. They gonna make sure they album is good because they know how to put people around them that can do what they supposed to do. That that was speaking of albums that 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 somebody got got by. Like my um my older brother had a had a friend and he used to we used to ride with him um, after school. He bought that that um that baby album. And he was like, man, this track. So every time, every time he took us home, which was like a 15, 20 minute trip, he would, he would just have what happened to that boy on repeat because nothing else on the album was good. What was on that album? Oh, damn boy. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, actually, you know what? That's a, that's a, that, that might be a good topic to, to delve into next time. The, the worst rappers that the, the best albums by terrible rappers. That That's a nah, that's a good topic. That's yeah. Because I, I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of bad rappers that have made some good albums, and that might be worth worth ranking. Um, oh, that was on Bird, man. Oh yeah. man, that album is terrible. <laughs> oh my goodness! Hey, also, because somebody reminded me, speaking of bad rappers, shouts to Gutter Gutter. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Hey, one of my favorite verses from him is on uh, No Ceilings, bro. Because <laughs> it's so terrible. Oh, it's so bad. My, I enjoy my, it every time. One of my favorite vibes of all time is 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 Electro Lemon uh, doing the doing the uh, the the bedrock verse, and he's sitting there. He's like, "Cause she knows she bad," and right. I got her. The lyrics are written on his head, and he's like, uh, "After I got her, he's like IDK freestyle." <laughs> And he looks over there's a bag. there's a grocery bag on there. <laughs> like cause she knows she bad and I got her grocery bag. Grocery bag. I don't know. What I <laughs> 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 that is one of the worst bars of all time. <laughs> of all time. <laughs> oh, I laugh every time I think about it. Cause what cause that's how that that's how that had to go. Like, yeah, cause she knows she bad and I got her. Okay, there's, a, there's a grocery bag right there. 
Hey, some of the worst punchlines in hip hop came out of that Young Money camp because Nicki got question. the I'm a smart sheriff badge. Dog, Mac Main. Because I'm a star, no spangled banner. No, Mac Main dropped the most flagrant line on that album that I, I don't even like for then. Like back then, I don't know how he got away from it. He said, and this is these are Mac Main's words, not me. He said, we take V cards from the Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. In auto tune. In auto And then he said, then he said, in about three years, holla at me, Bali Sire. You know how flagrant you got to be to auto tune? Flirt with an underage white girl on on the rec on a record with one of the biggest rappers at the time. Like, what was wrong Yo, with this if nigga? He, if he made if he made that now, that song would have never came out. They would have they would have nah. Dog, da- 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 so da- was like sixteen back then. Yeah, like fifteen or sixteen back then. Yeah, like what was you thinking about? You can't be doing. You a black man in America? Do you know the history <laughs> of what happens when niggas do shit like that? Like, what is wrong with you? He was trying to have a grocery bag. Yeah, he was trying to. <laughs> what, what is that? I don't even know what that even means. Like, what does that even mean? We make. Yeah, well, all right. Best best albums by the worst rappers and some of the worst bars that you have ever heard. Because uh, I, I feel like that can get that can get uh, interesting. Assuming assuming uh, we don't all die <clears throat> um, after whatever happens on Tuesday. Speaking of, yeah, I, I think we'll be back next Friday. Yeah, I think. Speaking of, vote if do not mail in your vote right now. There's allegedly a video going around of uh, Dade County mailroom where there are just tons of what appear to be ballots just stuffed in the back of some uh, post office. Drop yeah. your ballot and I mean, off. It's, it, and it and it's too late to mail it in now. Yes. It's not like it, it's entirely too late. So yes, um, yeah, just make sure you vote. Please. Yes, vote. I voted. Two weeks ago, shit was painless. Uh, thankfully, I live in an area that where rich white people are right across the railroad track, so all, I wasn't voter suppressed at all. But vote, get out here, vote. Uh, I, I get stuff from from vote.org constantly. They're sending, they got food trucks ready to go for uh, election day in big in bigger cities where they know votes are being suppressed. Um, <clears throat> do what you can, and do not trust anything that you hear on election night, even if it's Joe in a landslide. Don't trust that shit. Not this, nope. not this Joe, but Joe Biden. If we found out Joe Cole won the landslide, <laughs> we can trust that. Don't believe anything Joe Cole. Don't said. believe that either. <laughs> hey, I mean, listen. You know, there might be some Joe Hover fans out there that was like, "Fuck it." <laughs> But do, do not trust anything that you hear on election night. Please, 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 please. Ronnie, Court, and Ryan are going to be covering on election night. I don't know how the hell they're going to do that because um, I lots am of, Lots of whiskey. Lots of whiskey, yeah. I am going to be at work. I am logging off and cutting on my PlayStation or playing my piano. I don't want any parts of looking at it because 2016 traumatized me. And I refuse. <clears throat> like, people are saying, oh, you can trust the polls. 2016 was an anomaly. Nah. And I'm like, bull fucking nah. shit. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I remember I went, I got, I went home from work. I stopped at like public. I mean, I got like a frozen pizza to throw in the oven. I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch a little bit of this. And then so like I kept going back and forth TV and be like, oh, okay, Hillary's winning. That's cool. And I go back to what I was doing. And then slowly as the night kept going on, I was like, oh, no. And you kept hoping some of those states would turn blue. 
and they kept calling. And eventually, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going to bed. I can't. I can't deal." I woke up the next morning and had saw a, tr a truck full of rednecks with Confederate flags driving through my neighborhood, hooting, hooting and hollering. I was like, "Oh, I I can't do four years of this." So for my own mental health, I'm not doing it. Um, Ronnie, you're you're a braver man than I, because <clears throat> uh, what, what can I say? Yeah, I, he, he's doing yeah, it. I want yeah, I want to know the, the funniest thing I seen this week at work. I was getting off the elevator and I seen this man coming in. He had a Make America Great hat on. He had a Trump 2020 mask, Trump 2020 shirt. This motherfucker was had an oxygen tank traveling behind him. I'm like, you're about to fucking die, and he's gonna be the reason you die. But you're gonna vote for him in spite of this because you don't fucking don't know better. Because yeah. they I just don't got off the elevator, laughed, and went to lunch, bro. Because they 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 don't care if they lose as long as we don't win. That is basically how they operate. That's the strategy. As as someone said about Vietnam, you cannot defeat an enemy who believes that they are right. And that mm -hmm. th these people do not care that he is stupid. They do not care that he is inept. They don't care that he's costing them jobs and money. All they care about is that black people and liberals are not getting anything from it. So they're willing to die so that these rich billionaires can keep being rich billionaires as long as as long as don't nobody that don't look like them or think like them win either. They don't they don't even care that they got left in the cold in Nebraska. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was laughing my ass off at that shit. That shit was oh. fucking hilarious. I was I was like how, I was like how much more on the nose do we have to be? This man literally and figuratively left you out in the cold. Yes, he bust people into a rally. Could not pay because the because the campaign is allegedly cash strapped right now. Could not pay for the buses to get those people back to their cars and got on Air Force One and left. So all these old Hell, people catching hypothermia and dying in the cold, and this motherfucker comfy on Air Force One, and these idiots still gonna vote for him. Gang banging don't have an age. <laughs> <laughs> Gang Korea. banging, smoking that smoke, <laughs> doing that coke. <laughs> Yo, oh, video I, dope. <laughs> I forgot that we discovered that this, this year's year been so long, yeah. so long. <laughs> Look, murder hornets came and went. Australia being on fire, totally forgot about that. <laughs> like, you know how much shit we don't forgot from this year. <laughs> California was on fire. California we forgot about that. So, so much shit. Kobe died. That seemed like last year. Oh man, Chadwick Boseman. Like that was a couple months ago, and that still feels like mm -hmm. that feels like it was last year or some shit. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. But anyway, we got anything else? No, I think that's it, man. Um, <clears throat> Outcast is the greatest ever. Listen to Steak on you, you know, relive the good times. Do that. Yep. Check out uh, the election miniseries. Excuse me. Uh, Tuesday, going live. Uh, to, and and that's, that's no longer a miniseries. That's the new thing. Don't call it a podcast. The podcast about politics and politics as usual. The podcast about not politics. Yeah, as you, as you can see, we're, we're great when it comes to branding, so... Yeah, um, if only we had thought of this uh, a couple years ago when we were coming up with these. <laughs> you names. guys are great at branding. This so. is true. Get your KWC. My, mine's in my kitchen. I can't get up and get it. Um, I gotta, I gotta get some Jameson first before I can drink anything out of it. It's yeah. the only way. It's the only way. I haven't bought liquor in a month, and uh, yeah, I haven't been drinking. Old Shout age. Uh, but also, are we going live Sunday or Monday for the Mandalorian? 
Sunday. So Sunday. 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 Uh, Seven Central. We'll be covering the. Oh, we are going live. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, Sunday we're going live to do the Mandalorian. Uh, you can watch uh, Courtney thirst over both John uh, Carlo Esposito and uh, who 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 the dude playing uh, Mando? Pedro Pascal, who is in the mask. Pedro Pascal, who's in a mask the entire time. She was like, I could just feel the aura, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so you can watch Court be extremely filthy. Um, hopefully, I'll have my account back by then. Uh, but yeah, we're going live. Uh, Fee, you got anything to plug? No. Nope. <laughs> no. uh, Joe, you got anything to plug? <laughs> um, oh, no. Actually, hey. Go ahead, Joe. I'm going to get it after this. Um. Yeah, just um, you know, check out uh, check out my Twitter account. At, it's just spelled out right here at Joko Two. Uh, I'm getting back into the groove of posting stuff for the DIY artists. Uh, I just kind of needed to take a break from that, and now I'm kind of like, okay, well, uh, I don't know. My creativity runs in weird spurts where I'm like, I've been off. Like today was a day off from work, and I was like, I'm not going to do anything, and then all these ideas started flooding in. I was like, yeah, of course, being a creative is exhausting. So, um, so yeah, check that out. I have uh, like a, an idea that I'm going to be doing where it's going to be like a weekly roundup or bi-weekly roundup anyway of uh, like marketing advice that artists can use and then uh, feature in like a musical guest on there. So, Subscribe to his Patreon as well. Mm-hmm. Well worth it. There's free game on there. Google Analytics shit, people. <clears throat> Stuff you'd have to take classes to get. Uh, go ahead, Fee. Oh, I just said, uh, follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash feefresh, all one word. Uh, I'll be on there cussing niggas out in the wreck while we playing 2K. I am the he point does. guard. And if you sell my shit, I will cuss you out. He does. That, that is that is that is not limited to... Other than that, that's all I have. We, we might we might need to Twitch Thanksgiving because uh, for for the first time in our in our adult lives, uh, me and Fee have to, have to uh, fend for ourselves on Thanksgiving. So the Phoenix brothers are doing Thanksgiving. So this should be fun. <laughs> my mom's working and my sister and I'm going to be cooking and he going to be I'm going to be cooking and he going to be playing music reminiscing about the old days I, I, we have a system <laughs> we, 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 it's been this way since I'm going to help cook I'm going to help cook I cook some shit so once we figure out what the menu is hey we can do some wings we can do some mini wings I can whip them shits up but anyway <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, same bat time, same bat channel. Go vote. Encourage others to vote. Help people however you can vote. Be kind to others. Except these black rappers going taking pictures with Trump. Shit on them. But other than that, we'll catch y'all next time. One.